0: This is the Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. I'm Michael Barr and you're listening to the Business of Sports. We're here Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays to explore the big money issues in the world of sports and talk to some of the biggest players in the industry. And today we're talking fantasy football as we do every Wednesday. I'm joined by Bloomberg Radio producer Rich Truman. Do not forget to catch his weekly fantasy football column, which is excellent. That comes out every Thursday of this season on the terminal. And Bloomberg Intelligence's Damian Sassauer. There's a lot to talk about. And I'm going to start with the obvious. Uh, Dak Prescott, that was a gruesome injury, which now brought out the the red rifle, uh, Andy Dalton as quarterback. And I just, you know, I that's gotta be one of the hottest pickups of the week.
1: Well, Madison on the Vikings is probably the hottest pickup because Dalvin McCook is not going to play, and they're playing the Vikings. But talking long-term, I think Andy Dalton is a definitely a valuable player for a couple of reasons. Mainly, Dallas's defense stinks. So yeah. they're going to be involved in shootouts the entire season. Plus, he still has the offensive weapons of Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Gallup. Teams also might try to stack the box against Zeke and try to make Dalton beat him. So I think Dalton definitely has some value
0: going forward. And Damien, it's the thing about Dalton, too, that I like is that at least you can count on what his floor is going to be.
2: Well, I think you'd like to believe that. I mean, look, let's, let's, let's take a step back. The two highest-scoring offenses in terms of points generated this year, one is the Dallas Cowboys, obviously. The other is the Seattle Seahawks. That's it. They're cut above the rest. And now with Dak Prescott out, I agree that, you know, they're going to stack the boxes against Zeke, but he will now be the centrifugal force, which makes that offense go. And, you know, I, I, I think that Zeke is, is, is positioned to do really well here.
1: Well, who has Zeke in our fantasy league?
2: <laughs> You're going to remind us, and, and I play
0: you this week, don't uh, I? Somebody with the uh, the nostrils flaring sitting across from me. Uh, that's you, wouldn't it be? It, well, see, that's the thing, too. And Zeke's going to come into play big time uh, with the Cowboys, even though they're going to try, like you said, put him in the box, Rich. I mean, it's he's still going to be uh, high volume. Yeah, and
1: he's going to obviously be one of the top-ranked running backs every week of the season.
0: Which brings us to what happened. We had a very unique situation that happened this past Sunday. Uh, And it came because there was another positive test on Tennessee. And what it did was it put everything in the doubt on Sunday morning if the Tennessee Bills game was going to go Tuesday. So if you didn't have any players that could substitute uh, from that, maybe on a Monday night, you didn't know what to do. I mean, for me, I didn't have – I had to – to put sit Josh Allen, because what can I do? I mean, it's like, I didn't know if that game was going to go. So, but it's, this is going to be a very unique time, Rich, for the COVID-19 era. We have more things like this.
1: Absolutely. And unlike you, I'm more of a gambler. I actually rolled the dice and played Ryan Tannehill in the Tuesday yes, night game, dude. and he actually rewarded me very nicely and got me a victory. Um, yeah, but it's going to happen. You know, some leagues are different. There are, there are some philosophies that you should be able to put in a player and also have a backup in case a game gets canceled and it's out of, your, out of control. So, for example, on Tuesday, you could have said, I am playing Josh Allen, but if the NFL ge- cancels the game at the last second – my backup quarterback, who has to be on your roster, will be, name a player. So that is one a uh, one avenue which some leagues are taking.
0: Well, and, and Damian, <laughs> I'm going to talk about our league for a second because it brought up the interesting situation. And like Rich was saying, you could get away with it because you had a Monday night game and then you had a Tuesday night game. So by Monday night, you – had a much better idea that the Tennessee game was going to go. Which brings us to the point, you were playing Colin in our league, and he sat sat A.J. Brown uh, for Tennessee, the wideout, because he didn't know what was going to happen. Instead, he put in Traquan Smith, who gave him a whole 1.8. That's it. Compared to the 17.7, and he lost by a point. And at first I was like, guys, you know, you can't get on Colin because it's like, you know, he didn't know if the game was going to go or not. But he had players in the Monday night game and he had a feel about what was going to happen. So, yeah, I think. uh, But
1: more more importantly, he sat Josh Jacobs. And that goes to the point where people sometimes overthink it. If you have a guy that you drafted in the first or the second round who is the main running back for a team, even if they have a tough matchup on paper, you can't be too cute and overthink this. You cannot set Josh Jacobs against Kansas City. You just can't. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I, him it.
2: I think you have to always try to start your starters, right? Now, I agree with A.J. Brown. He had not really performed this year, and so, you know, give him some time after the injury to kind of get on the same page with Ryan Panhill. I can understand the benching there, but you're right. I mean, he, he benched out Jacobs, and this is, again, you want to talk about Gamblers, Rich, this is the guy who traded you for DeAndre Hopkins, right, and gave away the farm. So, you know, look, I mean, forget about talking about Colin Tipton. I mean, you know, I, I you know, we'll see how he, I think he's over for this year, but let's talk about Chase Claypool. Can we please? I mean, the Notre Dame rookie, I mean, 6'4", all 240 Pounds of them absolutely crushed at seven receptions, one ten for three touchdowns. Seven receptions, three of them for touchdowns. I mean, Michael Barr, who's going to be picking him up in our league this week?
0: Oh, well, everybody is. And which brings you to the point is like, well, what happened to Juju? We don't even talk about Juju anymore now. He <laughs> Claypool is now the the main wideout for Pittsburgh.
1: He also had a rushing touchdown that game. Yeah. Also,
0: yeah, I mean, unbelievable. It looks good. It's there are a lot of people that look good. Also. Uh, and- Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go
2: ahead. I was I was going to suggest, I mean, look, Mike Davis. I mean, Mike yeah. Davis going ahead here into week six is projected to be the number one producer in all of fantasy, even when um, McCaffrey comes back. I mean, how are they going to bench this guy? He has just absolutely crushed it, and I think it takes something away from McCaffrey. I'd be looking to trade him here with Mike Davis coming up.
0: What about uh, for running back uh, Alexander Madison uh, for Minnesota, if Dalvin Cook is out.
1: Well, it looks like Cook is going to be out because they do have a bye the week after. They're playing Atlanta at home, which they should win. So Cook will most likely sit out. And he is actually one of the top plays. And if you look at the rankings in several organizations, he's one of the top running back plays this week.
2: I mean, Alexander Madison, I mean, every time I've seen him take the field, you know, to kind of give Delvin Cook a bit breather, he just looks awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, I'd be surprised if he's out there in any leagues because anyone who's seen what I've seen, they just want to stash him on their bench. But now to see him get get a chance there in Minnesota, I think he's going to look and they're playing Atlanta, right? I think the over-under in that game is something like 55 points. So it's going to be a high-scoring affair for sure.
0: There are a lot of quarterbacks that had woo-hoo moments, but there were some ooh-ooh moments also. And uh, I thought I was doing something smart by picking up uh, Jimmy Garoppolo again. Put him right in there, and I played him over Pitt's magic. And uh, it, not only did uh, Jimmy give me a zero, he gave me less than that. It's like, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't even make final jeopardy. That's how bad his scoring was. I still was able to win, but he didn't help one bit, Rich.
1: You know, San Francisco offense is predicated on the run. Um, he was coming off an injury, but he looked like he had a good get- matchup against Miami. But like you said, the two teams played each other. You picked the wrong quarterback in the game.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and speaking about those quarterbacks underperforming, I mean, can we talk about Matt Ryan? I mean, no touchdowns, 226 passing yards. Phillip Rivers. I mean, 243 passing yards, two picks. One of them was returned for a touchdown. I mean, some of those quarterbacks that you might have found in your starting lineup last week really, really did damage to you.
0: You got a lot of value picks this week, Rich.
1: Yeah, my column each week looks for the value plays and not for the star, is that like the Mahomes of the world. So, courtesy of Tim Harrow, I'm going to give you a clue. Play it, Tim. Where are we?
0: Any guesses? George Jefferson is going to be playing this week. No, but Justin Jefferson of the Vikings.
1: That's my value pick of the of the week. As uh, Damian just mentioned, the over-under that game is 55 points. The Falcons are giving up 32 points a game. So I am picking Justin Jefferson as one of my value picks
0: of the week. What do you think, Damian?
2: Well, I mean, he underperformed this week. I mean, half the universe thought he was going to have just an incredible week last week, and he did not show up. I mean, but look, you know, he's not alone. I agree with you. I think Jefferson's going to be great. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a good value play going into this week. But, you know, look at guys. I mean, my goodness. Lockett, Shark, McLaurin, week-to-week, some of these receivers. I mean, Amari Cooper, they have huge, huge weeks, and then they just fail to show up the next week. And that type of volatility at the wide receiver one position or even wide receiver two is really going to cost you as the year progresses. And so, you know, that's something that everybody has to be mindful of in picking those wide receivers and listening to Mr. Rich Truman and his value play can help
0: you out. That reminds me uh, about injuries. Uh, You just reminded me about that. Uh, Keenan Allen. He had an injury. He, he didn't do anything, which I also have on my team. Uh, what do we do in this situation? Richie? Well, they do have a bye week this week, so you
1: have a, a week to play it out. But what I read was back spasms didn't seem like it was serious. But, as you know, backs are an issue. So we'll have, you have to just keep on monitoring the newswires.
0: By the way, I should remind everybody about the bye weeks. The Chargers, they're on the bye a long with uh, Las Vegas, New Orleans, and Seattle. So if you have any players on your team from those guys, uh, get them out. uh, That's you, (laughs) Damien. Yeah, no,
2: I've got quite a few Seahawks on my team. I mean, you know, one thing we can't forget to talk about here is the release of Levy and Bell off the Jets, because anyone who could possibly have held on to him um, through all that's been going on in Adam Gase's offense, I mean, if he gets traded, and, you know, it's speculation. I mean, New England, Kansas City, some of these names pop up. But, I mean, if he winds up in a situation like, oh, I don't know, New England or Kansas City, (laughs) his value is going to be sky high through the roof, right? So, I mean, that's something to be watching
1: also well he is a free agent so he could go wherever he wants
0: you know the detroit lions could use him but uh, we need to take care of swift like we were talking about this before we went on the air i, I like swift and, and it's but I, i've always wondered about uh, the running back by committee anytime you do that i always think if you got the workhorse at least in fantasy play you know where you're going with it i think also when you talk about running backs and just the fall off from Le'Veon Bill. I mean, you gotta remember the story. You know, he's he was the star at Pittsburgh. He was the man. And then he decided he was gonna sit and then he sat for the entire season. And then uh so he wanted to be cut loose, so Pittsburgh said, Okay, see you later. The Jets thought they were getting, Oh my goodness, we got a brand new toy and we this is it. And uh it just fell off the board. And Rich, I, I don't know what happened to this guy.
1: You know, a lot of players in the Adam Gase offense have had much success in other places. You you look at um, Tannehill, you look at Devontae Parker, you look at Kenyon Drake, so, Robbie Anderson. Yep, yeah, yeah. and um, it looked like Bell was not one of Gase's favorites to begin with. So, but as Damien said, he could be a, a valuable player if he gets into the right situation down the stretch.
0: Anybody that we're forgetting about that we need to mention that would be also a good pickup? But
1: one thing I want to mention also is the Steelers let Antonio Brown go, let Le'Veon Bell go. They're one of the four undefeated teams in the NFL this year to a 4-0 record.
0: They know what they're doing. Uh, it's, at first, I didn't think they knew what they were doing when they got rid of Antonio Brown. But, yeah, uh, they know what they're doing. So Sprinkle some Heinz ketchup on that team. I mean, it tastes really good.
1: <laughs> uh, since you asked about this week, the Monday night matchup should be very exciting and very high scoring. Two it's of, a doubleheader. Yeah. Arizona and Dallas and Buffalo and Kansas City. I mean, I could see 60 points being scored in that Buffalo-Kansas City game. So both high scoring games on Monday night. Try to save your players for those games.
0: Yeah, Damien, if you are a Daily Fantasy player, Monday night might be where you want to... Uh, you know, Live and breathe. Players. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. looks pretty good.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, look, and, and on the flip side, I think, Michael, we, we can't forget to talk about survivor pools, right? And so, you know, <laughs> this week's survivor picks, I mean, it's going to be a very tough one. I mean, you know, by my reckoning, there's really only three where the spreads are kind of worth taking a look at. One is obviously... The Dolphins versus the Jets. The other is the Bengals Colts, and the third is (laughs) the Eagles Ravens. None of them really jump out as being something I'd like to sleep at night, you know, (laughs) picking. So, you know, I'd be curious to hear if you guys have any thoughts on the Survivor this this week.
0: Oh, I I got to tell you, I got to tell you what happened is that uh, I had I had two teams in the Survivor. I had to. I have down to one. I was knocked out because I had picked San Francisco last week. Y'all know about that, and then. I I was looking at the schedule, and I said, you know what? Maybe San Francisco might be the way to go. And then I started having nightmares. I said, you know what? No, I'm not doing that. I went with Arizona instead. And then, But there was a brief moment I also went with Kansas City. And I finally wound up with Arizona. Thank goodness, because I'm still surviving it. But a lot of players got knocked out, Rich, with Kansas City.
1: Yeah, and just going back to what Damien said this week, could you imagine at the beginning of the season that you would say Miami Dolphins is my survivor pick for the week? <laughs> so it's a twenty twenty season, twenty twenty year, a lot of strange things,
0: obviously. Yeah, that's true. That's like the old saying. If anybody would have said it was Miami, I'd have thought you were crazy. But well, anyway. Hey, By the way, we had a, we have great times here, and we hope you're doing well in your fantasy uh, uh, season. Uh, again, remember Las Vegas, New Orleans, Los Angeles, and Seattle. That's the Chargers, by the way, Los Angeles Chargers. They are all on the buy, so any players, get them out. You can catch our podcast right here every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays on Michael Barr and Twitter at Big Sports. Please don't forget that Rich Truman has his weekly fantasy football column that comes out every Thursday this season on the Terminal with Damian Sassauer and by the way in case anybody was wondering who Colin Tipton is which is why I love laughing so hard he's my boss and uh that's why it's so funny when you're 0-5 now i am probably gonna wind up working weekends man for the next month <laughs> but <laughs> but it's funny come on people <laughs> it's like... he is a defending champion though <laughs> yeah he did he always tells us that Not... Yes, I remember the time I went 0-6 and came to the playoffs. I want to see it now. Uh, you're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports and Bloomberg Radio around the world.